everyone. My name is Maureen Quende, your podcast host, learning leader, researcher, speaker, coach, and consultant. It's great to be back on the show for another week, right? It's a very exciting episode that we have today. And I'm just so excited for our special guest, Ramesh, who's going to be joining us today. And this is our 24th episode. Woohoo! I just can't believe it. We started like yesterday and then we're you know, we're already on the 24th episode and it's up and going and everything's going great. And that's because of the listeners we have out there. So I just want to thank you so much. I see this opportunity to say, you know, the show is running because of you. I see your downloads. I see your comments. I see you sharing all uh, the episodes with your friends, with your network. So I know we have listeners as well, you know, uh, all over the globe, not just the United States. So I just want to thank you all for tuning in every week. It's such a blessing, and I hope that you're blessed as well. So thank you so much. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Thank you so much, Ramesh, for honoring our invitation to be on the show. And I'm sure our listeners cannot wait to learn about you, right? Like, who is Ramesh? Like, they want to know you. So can you please get us started by introducing yourself? Sure, Maureen. First of all, thank you very much for your invitation. I am Ramesh Devangan. I'm the founder and CEO of Quantum Vision Consulting. I'm a coach, trainer, and a speaker, certified by John Maxwell Team, a leading leadership organization in the world. I spent over three decades in high-tech industry, leading global teams in software development, product management, and marketing. I've launched several new high-tech products have worked with customers, vendors, and partners to increase the product footprint. I help experienced professionals become confident and successful leaders with my coaching and training programs built on real life experience of global leadership. Mm -hmm. I'm an electrical engineer from a premier institute in India and an MBA from Berkeley. I'm also a distinguished Toastmaster from Toastmasters International. Wow, you do a lot of stuff, Ramesh. I mean, you're an engineer. I mean, you have an MBA. Um, you're a public speaker. You're a coach. You're a consultant. You're a complete package. That's um, really exciting stuff that you, you've got there. And you also with Toastmasters. I see that, you know, from just a brief introduction that you're someone who's um, a lifelong learner, right? It's like learning never, never stops. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yes, I, uh, I, I Thank you. That's that's great. And I just also want to mention that we're both, you know, fellow Toastmasters. Yeah. And even though we belong to different clubs and we're both certified to speak, train and coach and, you know, excited about leadership. And, you know, many people, you know, will probably know this or maybe they don't know that when you're a coach or you're a consultant, you're doing the work that we do. It's really having that desire to make you know, change in other people's lives. That's how you fulfill your own purpose. So it's really a calling. And I think, you know, we're, 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 I would say courageous in embracing this role and then going all out to see how we can make a difference in other people's lives. And once we get to see it, we get to see how people gain clarity. We see how people, you know, start living purpose driven lives. It's really fulfilling. And I would say for me, and I would say that's for you as well, Ramesh. So absolutely. So you that, got it. You nailed it, Maureen. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you inspire us daily in leadership. I just want to appreciate you for all you do. I see your posts. I see, you know, the great feedback from our community, um, the impact that you're making in our field. So I just want to thank you so much. Keep doing the work you're doing. You're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. So one thing that many people get confused about is leadership and management, right? I've heard many people use those terms interchangeably. And, and all the time I hear that and let people know that management is, is the process while leadership is people. You cannot be a, a, a good leader if you have no interest in people. It's just doesn't gonna, it's not gonna cut it. It doesn't work. I mean, do you experience that as well where people you know, misuse those terms and even what they think it is. Does you, have you experienced that, Ramesh? What's your take? Yes, that's a very, very good topic, uh, Maureen. Actually, the way I see it is management is more authority-based and execution-focused. Mm-hmm. And leadership is influence-based and growth-focused. Right. Actually, John C. Maxwell, uh, our leadership guru, he has written several books on leadership. And one of the books that I really love that he has written is called Developing Leaders Within You 2.0. Yes. And that good. book has got first chapter is called Levels of Leader, Five Levels of Leadership. And he describes the different levels that leaders go through in terms of influence. Most right. level one. The level is that level is based on position or authority and it's focused on the task at hand. People follow the leader only because they believe they have to. Mm -hmm. And this is what I call management. Well, nothing is wrong with the management as such, but you can't really rely on authority to get people to follow you for a long time. That's right. Uh, they, They find it challenging to build influence because authority does not automatically lead to influence. Leaders focus on improving processes and growing people, as you mentioned, Maureen. Mm -hmm. They have vision. So level one is an excellent place to start investing in your growth and potential as a leader. So use this time wisely to learn and to lead yourself through priorities and self-discipline. So you'll be ready to move to the next level of leadership. Mm That's, that's exciting. You know, I know many times people find themselves in that position um, just because, you know, they got a promotion or, you know, they're just replacing someone. Um, but then. Just, yeah. 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 Managers have to remind them uh, often that they have authority. You know, when I started my work, I remember in the first uh, uh, position, my manager once there was kind of one computer that was very special purpose computer, we had to really wait for our turn to use that computer. But my manager would come and say, hey, because I'm manager, I have the first right to use that computer. You guys have to go back in the line. <laughs> <laughs> that was a typical you know, level one manager right there who has to remind us about his authority. Oh man, I mean, those stories are endless, but yeah, that, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, it's a learning curve, you know, people get to, um, you know, figure it out, hopefully, through the help of other coaches, other consultants, like you and I, you other people, so they get right. to really know what it is and be able to make a difference, right? So that's, that's the plan. So, yeah, so you and I have shared a lot, you know, about interesting topics in leadership. 
And um, an interesting topic that I would like us to talk about because it really piqued my interest. And I think our listeners would be dying to know what it is as well, is leadership chasm. Like, can you really share with us what that means and, and just shed some light on the topic? Sure, sure. I mean, I, I'm very passionate about this uh, topic of leadership chasm. I recall that I was a very hardworking high-tech professional whose only goal at one time was to make enough money to support my family. I didn't know what vacation looked like. I didn't get time to spend with family and friends. Mm -hmm. Everyone looked up to me to take care of things. And I was very goal-oriented. I was going to next goal and I was always focused on the goal. As soon as I did that, I'm all, what's my next goal? And that was my focus. Mm -hmm. I, my progress on the leadership track itself simply stalled. I kept getting more projects to do, but no talk of promotion. Mm -hmm. I had minimal pay raises for, for years. I raised my concern with manager many times, but no progress. While others got promotion, I when it came time for my promotion, I was passed on. Mm -hmm. This is what I call leadership chasm. There is a gap for the hardworking professionals to make the switch to the leadership positions. They get wow. stuck there for years, sometimes decades. <laughs> and this term chasm comes really from diffusion of innovation theory from Everett Rogers, who talked about the chasm in innovation cycle. The innovation goes through five different stages, he said, innovators to early adopters to early majority to late majority to mm -hmm. the laggards. Later, Jeffrey Moore, a leadership uh, author, he took that uh, term, the chasm, and he wrote a book called Crossing the Chasm. It is one of the Bible of marketing or product launch, product management in um, industry, high-tech industry. In fact, uh, when I did MBA, he was one of my guest lectures, mm -hmm. uh, lecturers. So really that helped me understand the uh, concept of chasm where the, when the product launches happen, there are early adopters and then it kind of falls into chasm. It is not, doesn't come out of that chasm and get into the mainstream of the product cycle. And uh, in he, come, he has got a lot of good tips about how to get out of the chasm in the book, uh, including understanding the product concept, positioning the product, building a marketing strategy, or coming up with the right distribution channel or pricing. But those are the things he covers in the book. But when I reflected at my leadership journey, what I was going through, how I was stuck in um, a leadership track, I felt like that's exactly the chasm, how you can translate to leadership. And that's why I coined the term leadership chasm. That's interesting. And, and I think um, many people, they are really stuck, you know, making that transition. And, and you're right, they stay there for decades. It happened to many people, even in, in a, you know, one time in my career, I was talking that as well, but I didn't even know what, you know, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know this, this terminology to, to, to explain it, but it's something that I think many people, you know, find themselves in that situation. And most often they don't even know, uh, they don't even know what to do, right? They don't even, they might, they're staying there for, for so many years because they're like waiting for things to happen. So now what makes it, it actually unique about leadership? 
the leadership chasm? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of us who really start uh, this leadership journey, we are very good technical experts. A lot of us are also introverts. We don't have the soft skills that are necessary to cross the chasm. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like that. I, I was, in fact, an introvert uh, started my career. I uh, remember uh, that, uh, you know, I would not say no to anything that comes to me because I really did not have that assertive communication or soft skills to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So I became, uh, I really struggled to become a leader. Um, so I really made a promise to myself that I'll do something about it. And I did a lot of people's skills training. I did some management courses at university. But what really helped me is to really uh, do some international projects uh, which are a lot more visible within the company. Mm -hmm. So that, that really led me to get a job offer from uh, Synopsys in Silicon Valley. And I moved to United States with two kids and two suitcases in hand in San Francisco airport. So this whole experience um, really uh, taught me a few things. One of the things that it taught me is that no one is really born with the skills to lead, influence, or connect. It, they're all acquired skills. You can learn. Only thing is you got to know where to learn it from. It could be a combination of books, trainings, coaches, mentors, but you can do it. I made it to high levels of management. In fact, I was a vice president of a Silicon Valley company. Uh, I led global teams in startups as well as large companies. And all of the, that I did while learning, getting an MBA from Berkeley and becoming distinguished Toastmaster. So uh, it does take a lot of effort. It's an arduous journey for leadership success. I learned it hard way, but that's why I do what I do now to help others really speed up their journey. Why do they have to go through exactly the same uh, obstacles that I went through? Because I, I, I learned some tips, so that's what I provide as part of my leadership uh, coaching. That's exciting. You know, I was gonna ask you, um, you know, why, why do you think you're qualified to discuss this topic? But you just explained it. You know, it's, it's like you have lived it out and you're, you have like worked through it all. You, you put the time to really invest to see how you can turn it around and like see how if someone is in this similar situation, they don't have to make 10 years, they don't have to take 20 years like most people, because you're in essence saying that you're able to hold their hand and make this transition shorter than it should be because you have experienced it and you have you know what it takes to help them move forward. So, so that's, that's exciting. And if I'm just wanting, wanting to say like to our listeners out there who are in this situation where you're stuck, you're, you're in limbo, you're in that situation, um, you're wanting to make this transition. How can they find you? Do you have like any programs in place that they can connect with you and, and explore this, this topic as, or any other topic of interest? Sure, sure, Maureen. Um... Best resource is uh, really my website. If you can, uh, there is, um, the URL is quantumvisionconsulting.com. Mm -hmm. This is one word, uh, quantumvisionconsulting.com. And what I have got there is a blog page 
if you look, I have done about 15 blogs in the last few months. I try to do like one blog a week and they are all on very relevant leadership topic. For example, the, the one I published a few days ago is on lo being feeling lonely in this remote working environment. Employees mm -hmm. are feeling lonelier and lonelier. So I have provided some tips for the companies to institute some practices to mm -hmm. help employees overcome this uh, problem. Like that, I, I choose very relevant leadership topic and I do um, provide some insights. So blog page is a very good resource. Mm -hmm. Then I have got some free gifts there in the website. There is a claim your gift button right at the homepage on the top. And I provide two things. One thing is there is an e-guide, a colorful e-guide you can download uh, on becoming a high trust leader. I provide 13 tips for becoming high trust leader. Mm -hmm. Second thing is just about adding, I'm adding right now is a leadership assessment skills test you can take for yourself. So you can see how, where uh, you are on your leadership maturity or leadership influence. These are things that I would uh, encourage the listeners to go ahead and avail. And lastly, of course, if you want to book a call with me, I'm available. Uh, there is also a button on the uh, homepage uh, for book an appointment. That's great. Um, this is a lot to get someone started, actually. You know, having to do blogs per week that you're helping to enrich people in the areas of leadership is great. I mean, get, having those free gifts and offers for someone to download a guide, um, becoming a high trust leader, it's, it's, a great, it's a hot topic. And many people don't even know where to start. You know, are, are you a leader or not? How do you know if you're, how do you know your leadership uh, skills? How do you know if, if you're really starting from the bottom? So taking this assessment is gonna really help them get situated and get started. So this is great. We, we have um, show notes that when this podcast goes live, you know, um, I'm gonna put on there, um, if someone missed out on the, the name of the company, the link quantumvisionconsulting.com, I'm gonna spell it out there as well. So if someone would like to reach out to you, they can also just click on the link and then they can go and schedule a call or, you know, explore this topic to get unstuck and really be well on their journey when it comes to leadership. So I'd like to thank you so much. This has been a great podcast. This is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing a lot with us. And even after the call, you're still giving us a lot of resources that the listeners can fall back on. So I just want to thank you. Yes, thank you so much, Warren. And in fact, I would say that I'm very active on LinkedIn and I'm also on Facebook. So feel free to follow me. I love to connect with you hear your challenges and discuss any topic of interest related to leadership uh, through these social media as well. Okay, sounds good. So I'm gonna add those as well on the show notes and uh, so anyone can find you and, and they might just even wanna just brainstorm on an idea or whatever, you're a great connector, you can connect them and then who knows where the discussion is gonna lead to. So um, it's all about making a difference in other people's lives. So. This has been great. This is wonderful. Thank you. You know, we always wrap up our podcast with our signature question. What does empowerment mean to you? So in this case, I'm going to ask you, Ramesh, so for you to wrap up this podcast with the, by answering the question, what does empowerment mean to you as a leadership consultant? 
Thank you, Morin. That's a very good question. I I have always believed very, very uh, deeply in uh, empowerment. Empowerment is very important for two reasons. One is no one knows everything. In today's information age, there is no, no manager or a leader who knows everything, right? Secondly, no one can do everything. There are so many things to do. There is no way as a manager or leader, you can really do everything. Mm -hmm. So given that you don't know everything, you can't do everything, you become the bottleneck if you don't empower. So that is why you need to see the potential of the people around you and empower them. And first step in empowering people is to have faith in people. You need to have confidence that they will be able to do things for you. Problem about faith in people is that most people don't have faith in themselves. <laughs> they lack self-confidence. <laughs> Secondly, most people don't have someone who has faith in them. Third is that most people can tell when someone has faith in them. They really observe, they really can see, uh, they get excited when somebody has faith in them. And last principle of uh, faith in people is most people will do anything to live up to your faith in them. That is why for empowerment, have faith in people, evaluate the knowledge, skill, and desire of the people, model for them, show your confidence, supply feedback, and transfer authority. You will be well on your way to having maximized performance, maximized productivity, and improve the morale of the team. This is powerful. That's it. Thank you for dropping the golden nuggets here. I'm not going to add anything to that. You've wrapped us up nicely. And I would like to thank you again, uh, sending you best wishes in your personal and professional life. Um, and to our listeners out there, thank, thank you again for tuning in. And I will see you in the next one. So have a great day. Thank you so much, Ramesh. Thank you, Maureen. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Bye-bye.